Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. In the studio with Twister and Sister Sister. Let's put them on. <laughs> How are we feeling tonight? Oh, man. If I was any closer to this situation, I'd be seeing double. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That was a good time. Tis the season for everyone starting to get their DNA test kit results from Christmas oh, presents. yes. Everyone's starting to it's submit. It's an interesting time for everyone. Hot uh, gift this uh, year. Yeah, probably a few more weeks. Some call it recreational genetics, but 23andMe and a handful of other similar at-home DNA testing kits, it isn't just a way to pass the time. You often discover things that are mundane, but when you shake the family tree, you never know what's going to fall out. <laughs> Let's talk Very about true. what kind of branches you didn't even know yeah, existed. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the fun that can come with your DNA Christmas kit. Loves. I got a, I got a handful of crazy DNA kid stories. I know you're interested in this kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Obviously. Yeah. We've been waiting for this one for a long time. It's the big one. It's the big one. <laughs> That's the big one. You <laughs> <laughs> folks are prepared. After 38 years of marriage... Leanne Carter took a 23andMe test at the behest of her eldest son. The results, she and her husband, Mark, are related. Oh, oh no. They're oh, actually no. related as third cousins Oh, that's like... with no real risk of intermarriage. But still, okay. that's got to be a shock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Small town, huh? Small town, maybe. I, I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never know. Who, who knows? It's got to be. You, just, be you, you never know. 23andMe played a central role in the case against Dr. Donald Klein, an Indianapolis area fertility doctor who in the 1970s and 80s impregnated women at his clinic with his own sperm, not donor sperm, or in some cases what was supposed to be the woman's own husband's sperm. Oh my gosh. Since it arose in 2014, two dozen of the Klein's children have found each other and have bonded through a private Facebook page. <laughs> I get that. That's, that's a wild one. At least yeah. they have but a that's bond. Not the, I saw a handful of those. I saw a handful what? of those. That, yeah, that's crazy. Was he thinking? Turning into the norm these days. It's like a God complex like a, to spread to seed, I think. I didn't meet my girlfriend Jessica until 12 years after our daughter Alice was born, writes Aaron Long in the New York Times. Come again. <laughs> Wait, Long? What? who sold sperm for money in the 90s, discovered various children after posting his results on 23andMe, including an 11-year-old daughter who introduced Long to her mom, the woman he'd soon be dating. Wow. That's cool. That's That's a happy story. I like that. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Writing in MSN's The Moneyest column, a man told the story that after years of receiving substantial monetary gifts from a wealthy uncle, a 23andMe DNA test revealed that he was actually the uncle's biological son. The family secret oh. was confirmed by the man's mother, who had worked as the chief financial officer for the company that the uncle ran. Ooh. Let's get stuff. those brothers, deep. huh? That's deep. That's good stuff. 
A DNA test revealed that Lydia Fairchild wasn't the mother of the children she had given birth to. Single what? mother <laughs> Fairchild had two children with another on the way when finances got tight, and she decided to apply for government assistance. According to globalgenes.org, Fairchild was asked to take a DNA test to confirm the children were hers. The results suggested she was their aunt. Confused, scared, and also now accused of fraud, Fairchild arranged to have a government witness present at the birth of her third child in a DNA test was performed on the spot. Again, Fairchild was not a match as the mother to the child she had just birthed. Finally, scientists figured out that Fairchild was a chimera. She Uh had absorbed a twin while she was in the womb. It was the twin's DNA that was showing up in the maternity tests. Oh, my God. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's some house stuff right there. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. That is some house stuff. That's awesome. I'm into that one. (laughs) It's right up our alley. alley. (laughs) A nice little twist in it. I liked it. Jessica Allen volunteered to become a surrogate mother to a couple of Chinese descent. After undergoing IVF, everyone was excited to learn that Allen was pregnant with twins. The pregnancy was easy for Allen, and the babies were born perfectly healthy, according to the blog Eternal Lifestyle. But while one child clearly belonged to the couple, the other looked like Allen. A DNA test supported the eye test. One twin was the couple's, and the other child was the product of Alan and her husband, Wardell Jackson. What? They were twins. Twin, twins born, yes. Just sharing the apartment. Just sharing the apartment for nine months. That's, but different parents. <laughs> yeah, different parents, just born exchange Born, born healthy, came out healthy. That's like, wow. Buy one, oh, get I just one, am like obsessed that. with the it's human body. Deal. It's, just, it's a bogo deal. Janelle Rodriguez never knew her biological father and had always been told that he died in a car accident. Then she connected with a woman via 23andMe who proved to be her father's niece and the family story unfolded from there. Now Rodriguez, who had been given up for adoption shortly after she was born, and Frank Ganados, the biological father who only saw her once before her mother whisked her away, text every day. It's 6.30 a.m. Aww. Aww, that's sweet. That's cute. That's nice. That's cute. When Denise Janeski received the results of her 23andMe test at age 72, she was shocked to find she didn't match a single person in what she thought to be her family. 40 miles away, a what? relative of a woman named Linda Jordines, who did match Janeski's profile, had a hunch that proved correct. On December 19, 1945, at Bethesda Hospital in St. Paul, Minnesota, two baby girls who had been born Ooh, only 31 stop. minutes apart were somehow switched at birth. Oh, my God. I swear. Yeah, that's, How does that uh, happen so often? Like, <laughs> I, didn't let, at birth. I didn't let our baby out of my sight for the first oh, four hours. Like I, Don't you And then ever. somebody else had their eyes on it the whole time that we knew, so... Whichever one you brought home was a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll take whichever one we I'm, got. But... I'm enjoying the one that you brought home. Kind of looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> the test should be called Brace Yourself, Sally Griffith told the Los Angeles Times. Griffith, 55, suspected that the man who raised her wasn't her biological father because of a comment from her cousin when she was a teenager. But she waited until after his death to turn to 23andMe. The DNA test not only confirmed her suspicions but gave her two new sisters in the chance to meet her 81-year-old dad. Wow. Secret Johnson of Philadelphia had grown up going to school with other black children. She went to a historically black university. When she married, 
her parents praised her for choosing a black man with a dark complexion. Then at 62 years old, long after her parents had passed, she learned something new about herself. She was 45% Hispanic, 32% Middle Eastern, 14% European, and less than 3% African. How could I not be black, she said to the New York Times. I live black. I'm black. <laughs> the DNA. <laughs> See, that's interesting yeah. what uh, all these tests Nature, are... nurture, like... Yeah. yeah. Didn't even take a DNA test. Our cousin did. He reaches out through Facebook on New Year's Day after not seeing each other in over 20 years and says, I discovered a new cousin I wasn't aware of when I got my test results in. And when I saw her picture, it was definitely clear which uncle it came from. I know it's been a really long time, and this may come as a shock, but I've even spoken with her already, and she is most certainly your sister. <laughs> wait a minute, guys. Wait, this wait. sounds a bit familiar. That's our story. That's us. <laughs> we found out. That's not crazy. That's not true. Good. We are celebrating the one-year anniversary of our own crazy DNA test story. Hey, Yay! Congratulations, everyone. We have a sister, you guys. We got yes, a we sister. Do. There's only one person in the world that the three of us can call our sister. For the first time in my life. Two, two by blood, and even though we've still actually never met in person, it's been such a fun year. And yeah. she is just awesome. She is also going to be Something Crunchy's first ever guest. Let's move over to Skype. Our surprise sister. And introduce our sister, Rochelle Bailey. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Something Crunchy. Can you hear us, Rochelle? Yes. Rochelle grew up in California and currently lives in Tennessee, where she is a successful talent agent, owns and operates her own swim line, and is happily married to her equally impressive husband, Derek. Us. No. Her sister. So Kicking ass. How you feeling tonight, Rochelle? I'm fabulous. <laughs> Knowing our listeners, the first things they're going to want to know off the bat is, yep. are you really our older sister sounding like that? <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, are you as slutty as my other sister? <laughs> Burning topics. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. <laughs> Do not even have to answer these questions. You don't have to answer this. <laughs> Let's make it easy on Rochelle to knock out some of the facts and start with a little true or false. Are you in? I'm in. Okay, Rochelle. True or false? You grew up with an amazing man who you will always call your dad, but you found out at age 11 that he wasn't actually your biological father. True. True. You had a great childhood and have a half-sister you grew up with, but you found out you also have two other siblings, and that's Blair and I. True. (laughs) (laughs) You actually knew about us before we knew about you and decided it was best not to reach out for fear of disrupting the peace. True. There's There's a little bit of a pattern here. In the year we've been talking and learning about one another, you and Blair have since compared feet, boobs, and baby pictures via our text group and FaceTime calls. (laughs) (laughs) 
you have to do these things when you find out you have a sister. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to speak up for Shaw. I'm not sure everyone heard me. <laughs> that. That was a true. That oh. was true. Oh, there you go. <laughs> In this time, not only have we obviously grown close quickly. We've also grown very close to the man that made it all happen, our cousin Adam. True. We love yes. Adam. Shout out Thank to you. Adam. Thanks, Adam. Adam. All right. Everyone likes to joke that I didn't find out until I was in my 30s that I am a middle child. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right. Last one here. You own no less than four of the five movies that made up Something Crunchy's top five most disturbingly violent fucked up movies of all time. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So our sister. We are so proud of you for that. That, I'm proud of you. She has sent me like a text message on my birthday. It said, happy birthday, little brother. And she said that a couple times. And it still hasn't sank. It's been a it's year. It's been unreal. We found and out. And it still hasn't sank New in. New Year's Day. But I love it. 2019, we found out we have a sister. It changed our lives, honestly, in such an amazing way. It has been so incredible to meet you, get weird with you, find out everything about you. So when I find out a sister, it's like, I need to see your entire body. I need to, like, stalk the shit out of your Facebook page. I need to just, like, I don't know. I need to see all your hairstyles from the past. I need to see every picture you've ever taken. <laughs> Tell me about your whole life. Like we, oh, When yeah. we got the news from Adam, it was, like, it, it was definitely a shock. And it had never occurred to me before shocking. when I saw... Your picture, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, it looks exactly like Blair. It's like a combination of Blair and our dad. Sister. Like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and Blair, she had a very different reaction. She had the more, I just knew, I just knew I, it the whole time. It was more of a confirmation. I don't know. Sometimes you just have that feeling, if you know. But I also did have. You had felt like a I had like a presence. vision that I swear that I. I grew up with just Blake and I always, but I I had this vision years ago that I had not just a sister, but just a sister specifically that also looked like me. And I thought about, I, I swore that there was somebody out there. So when we heard that day that by DNA tests, we found out that we have a sister. I'm looking at Blake. I'm like, of course. Of course. When of course. You, and you got one. I've always and, known that. And, yeah. she, and she's awesome. Oh, my and, God. And she's just like us. And she's, Look at she her has picture. a great sense of humor. And, of course. And we sent you ahead of time a little questionnaire, a little game skis to do it our way. I would call the newly cis game. And sent you just a handful of questions. Tyler and I are going to read some of these questions. And we will represent your answers for you guys to kind of set up and discuss your amongst yourselves um, just to get to know you better. (laughs) And I want to see how much my two sisters really have in common. Like when it gets down to the important stuff. First question. I'll start here, Tyler. Rank the following in likeliness. You'd have their CD playing in your car between the ages of 16 to 21 Metallica Moby Master P and Mandy Moore. Tyler, what did Blair put down? Starting with number four. Moby. 
<laughs> Not the biggest fan, but it was on their list. Number three, Mandy Moore. Number two, Master P. You know? Number one, Metallica. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. That is, that is the Big Brother influence right there. I'm proud of you. Yes. I'm proud of you. Rochelle's answers. Number one, Master P. Of course. Number two was a Love tie. It. With Moby and Mandy Moore, number three being Metallica. Okay. Rochelle, show your work. Dude, like everybody goes through a Moby phase. Like, (laughs) maybe I just haven't gone there yet. Not everybody. No, I went through a Moby phase for sure. For sure. Like a hidden, like, Moby fan, whatever. (laughs) I I really only liked, like, two or three songs of Metallica. Like, I never was a huge Metallica fan. Do you know what that tells me? You need to hear more Metallica. I've tried, but I don't, like, I'm not, I just. She's more of a masterpiece. She's more of a masterpiece. She's a no-limit soldier. (laughs) Biggie and, like, Less Than Jake were a lot of my, like, 16 to 18 times. Okay. Okay. Yes. Those are good calls, especially on the biggie. Tyler, next question. Rank the following by what you'd most likely have on your TV 20 years ago in the year 2000. Dawson's Creek, Sex in the City, Real World, and Gilmore Girls. Rochelle's number one was Sex in the City. Number two was Real World. Number three, Dawson's Creek. And Gilmore Girls was number four. I could work with that. Definitely watching all these. Trying to set you up for these. Let's hear Blair's. Blair's number one was Dawson's Creek, of course. (laughs) Number two, Sex in the City. Number three, Gilmore Girls. And in last place, The Real World, but she was obsessed with it by 04. Yes. (laughs) Not so much year 2000. No, I was, was, it was too new. By like 04, I was like in deep. (laughs) <laughs> it would have gone straight to the top in 04 if this was like a, a couple years down the line. I actually auditioned for um, Dawson's Creek what? and I didn't get it. So I kind of got did, bummed out. So I kind of stopped watching it. Did Katie Holmes get your part? Oh. I could see you being <laughs> Joey. Yeah, I was like, well, that sucks. So never mind. I don't want to watch you as much anymore. <laughs> Fuck you, Dawson's like, Creek. I watched it all the time. And when. I didn't have HBO. Like I would go to a friend's house and like be like, "Just do whatever you need to do," but I'm just totally gonna watch this episode and then I'll be away. <laughs> I'm gonna freak out for a minute. Just leave me be. <laughs> yes, like I could never miss an episode. <laughs> All right, next up we have Wed, Bed, and Dead, our version of the Mary Fuck Kill for the following. This first one was Zach Morris, AC Slater, and Kelly Kapowski. And Rochelle, you just had some phenomenal answers for this. Her answer was asterisk before anything. If this is during the show when they were all still hot. <laughs> Zach Morris, nope. Like, what? This just surprised me. That's Didn't hard. even follow instructions. It was just like, nope. No, Zach? You're such then, a dick. And then for AC Slater, it's Mary, because that includes fucking two. <laughs> and then for Kelly Kapowski, she just put fuck. Yes. <laughs> With you. you, you guys both had that in common. <laughs> I love that. That's Kelly. great. 
Blair's trying to kill AC Slater and yeah. marry Zach, though. Yeah, I'll marry Zach. <laughs> he was always my man. That's good. The next one. Danny Tanner, Joey Gladstone, or Uncle Jesse? <laughs> what did Blair put? <laughs> She's going to kill Danny Tanner. Uh, Joey Gladstone, she actually crossed that out. <laughs> like nobody wants any part of Joey. Uh, and she put Steve. <laughs> She's gonna she put, fuck Steve. She's she fucking put, Steve. She put Steve in his place. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with Steve instead. Scott Winger was like way better choice than Joey Gladstone. Like cut it out. Alanis Morissette totally wanted Joey Gladstone. God, yeah. both of you guys had Jacket that so in. Both of y'all had that in common. Breakup. Right? There, a lot of people claim that. And so you yeah. like Steve because he was the voice of Aladdin. Yeah. And Rochelle, these answers were great. Obviously married Uncle Jess. Here's here's how older sis went. Danny Tanner, nope. Joey Gladstone, nope as fuck. And Uncle Jesse, fuck and Mary. <laughs> like, same. <laughs> Obvious. That's so good. Love it more. All right, last of this round. Hit him off. Finally, James Vanderbeek, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, or Devin Sawa. Oh, so good. Blair. There's Blair. A, there's obvious, <laughs> obvious first choice. Blair. You're going to... Fuck James Vanderbeek. <laughs> oh, that's a that is a bold I know. move. It's different. <laughs> bold for me. strategy, I Cotton. I know. I did not see that coming. Blair's fucking the beak. She was nostalgic for some JTT. She's killing JTT. She's grown out of JTT. She's hot. Wow. She says he's hot, but she's killing him. You're killing sissy. And she's marrying Devin Sala. It's all about Devin Sala. Wow. Can I keep you? Like, he had my heart since Casper, and it's just like, oh. oh. You can keep me. Oh, he, you've had my heart since then. Absolutely. Rochelle says, kill but not to death because I love him in Varsity Blues. Right. For James Vanderbeek. <laughs> GTT, she wants to marry, and Devin okay. Salva, she would fuck. Yeah. Show of your course. work, Rochelle. Of course. <laughs> like, okay, so JTT is like, He's husband material. Devin Saw was just like a good time, and he hasn't aged very well, unfortunately. He hasn't aged very well. He, okay, JTT, I get it. I, get I it. mean, he's smart. He's and got a lot and, going for him. And y'all were thinking it. clearly for today. You realize but, I only put James Vanderbeek on here, knowing that you loved Varsity Blues. Is it not true that you boycotted the show for a few episodes because you were so pissed Varsity Blues got cut out of the most quotable movie of all time episode? Ah, like, <laughs> Blues is like literally won. the number one movie of all time. So like, fuck <laughs> whoever doesn't think so. <laughs> See, this Varsity is like Blues what, is what I love. <laughs> you're just like upset. I was gonna say I am like very disappointed for you. Like I feel bad for you, but I'm. That's exactly that's exactly why we did it. That's why, that's why we did it. All right, this was this was a good one here. Jonathan Moxon's only one man. <laughs> <laughs> Things change, once. <laughs> All right, this was a good one. Rank the following by who you'd be most stoked to share a dube with. And you really blew me away on this one, Rochelle. You had, all right, well, the options were Snoop Dogg, Jeff Goldblum, Woody Harrelson, and Seth Rogen. Solid foursome. That's a solid foursome. Your first, your first choice was Jeff Goldblum. That's not a huge surprise. I want to marry him. I love him. Like I would have like his like geriatric babies. Like <laughs> she looks over her Checks shoulder. the room. Yeah. 
You love Jeff it. Goldblum. And they're diehard Jeff Goldblum fans. I don't love him more than Woody Harrelson. I'm with so Jeff you, Goldblum's you, daddy. You had Jeff Goldblum <laughs> daddy number one. You picked <laughs> Seth Rogen number two. Good one. Woody number three. And Snoop Dogg number four. And he was the only one you gave a note to. Do you want to share that note? Well, his shit would kill me. Like, I would die. I have something to say on this subject. I cannot actually say, like, I've smoked with Snoop Dogg because that's just not true. However, I've been in the same small green room that he was smoking in and was around him while he smoked and then later smoked the same stuff that he smoked. And it was incredibly awesome. It was the bubonic chronic, but it wouldn't have given you seizures. You would have been fine. You can handle it. Yeah, you can handle it that he was at and I got like a contact high from his <laughs> shit and I was already way <laughs> fucked up so there's no way I could actually inhale it myself from the whole sister. thing <laughs> Tyler let's hear what Blair had to say on the subject almost in order number one on her list Snoop D-O-double-G yes. wow. Snoop Dogg uh, number two on her list Woody Harrelson I'd be so okay. I would just have so many things I just want to sit and right. chat with Woody about. Yeah, you can get into a deep dive with Woody. Yeah, do with Woody. Yeah. We can uh, get into a lot. Number three, Seth Rogen. Yeah. And finally, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So she I had Jeff, Jeff number one, and you had Jeff number four. I love Jeff, but to share do. I don't know. Like This is just that older sister, younger sister difference. Rank the following by what you'd most likely have worn once upon a time. Choker necklaces, Von Dutch (laughs) trucker hats, (laughs) juicy pants, and Doc Martin sandals. Tyler, let's start with Blair. Number one on her list, some juicy pants. (laughs) She had it in every color. Juicy pants, the juicy top, the whole juicy set. Just a juicy little bit. When it came out, I like thought it was like the cutest thing. (laughs) Number two, Doc Martin sandals. Oh, sadly, yeah. The sandal, the boots are like rocking always. Those huge, clunk, thick sandals. Did, Did you know that Rochelle said? What are these things? I've not seen them. You've never seen You've Doc never Martin seen Doc sandals? Martin Those sandals? big, thick, like, Doc Martin sandals. They weigh, like, five pounds each? No, well, I just Googled them, and, like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I never <laughs> They were so heavy and clunky and awful, but they were in style for, like, I so five them. years. Like, yeah. I never got into those, and I never got into Birkenstocks. I never got into, like, Jesus-type sandals. <laughs> uh, number three, trucker, Von Dutch hat. Yes. Nice. Blair, um, Blair had one. I'm pretty sure mine was, like, pink and brown or something, like, <laughs> totally random colors Obnoxious. With oh, yeah. I had one that was made of wicker and suede. Yeah. Tyler Ooh. had a Von Dutch hat. <laughs> That sounds good. Tyler had a Von Dutch hat. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. That's awesome. My I, babe. I worked in a store, I managed a store that sold Von Dutch hats. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, I, I had... should probably just wear one to make sure it just like looks cute. It was 80 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were like expensive. These like Von Literally, Dutch hats. if I could find mine, like I would still wear it. <laughs> are they bringing it, are they Bring coming it back, back? Rochelle. Bring it back. Anybody here know what Von Dutch actually is? Yeah, the, the pinstriper. The car, trucking car company. Ooh, two different answers. 
It's a speed shop. I was closer. Automotive speed shop. I was oh. closer. Both were like kind of pl- dancing around it. You may need to fact check that. All right. Oh, last. <clears throat> I like Paris Hilton and I wore them at the same time. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I think she wore them in a simple life and like then everybody was wearing them. Yes. Rochelle started with Von Dutch trucker hats. Mine was pink and black, she said. Yes. And bonus points, I had the pink bowler bag too. Yeah. What of Rochelle? Do you still have your pink bowler bag? I'm sure somewhere. <laughs> you gotta find it. Number two. I know. Number two, you said juicy pants. Of course. And just like your sister, you said every color. Yeah. Oh, number course. number so three, sisters. you put choker necklaces. With the note that was... You were totally uncool if you didn't wear one. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, so agree. You had to wear your cool-ass, badass choker. You're like, oh, Obviously. Such a rebel in my choker. It could be like the flowers, or it could be like just the string one, or like the velvet one with the little dangle. Oh, so many fun options. She's got a whole shoebox of them, even the dangly ones. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously she put Doc Martin sandals for us. She didn't even know what they were. Oh my god! Now Tyler hit us with this next one here. This is a great one. All right, you have to take a cross country trip in an RV. Pick your driver out of the following TV show characters: Mr. Belding, Mr. Feeney, or next door neighbor Wilson from Home Improvement. <laughs> and who did Blair choose? Obviously, Mr. Feeney. <laughs> It's an obvious choice for me. Obviously, Mr. Feeney. He has like the answer to everything. I mean, if there's a problem, he's going to solve it. Call him as a cucumber. He had a stroke or something while he was driving. Mr. Feeney is like made out of steel. And Rochelle? I said Wilson because if something breaks, he could fix it. He's like a fix it guy. Oh, that is so true. That's a great answer. A great answer. Do what else was an awesome answer. Why you didn't choose Mr. Belding. <laughs> Quote, I would rather have a sleepover with Ted Bundy and take my chances than hear Mr. Belding's voice. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I completely agree. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. <laughs> I, like, I, just, like, I still hear it in my head now, like, just thinking about his name. And I'm You'd like, be oh talking, my God, like, like nonstop, too. It's just like, okay. Please. I mean, I'm sure people say that about my voice too. <laughs> but you have an awesome voice. I love but your it, voice. It's so easy to make fun of your voice. No, you totally. Just, uh, I'm going to be constantly looking for things, but your voice is just easy, low-hanging fruit. This was an awesome, awesome question. You're roaming around in a post-apocalyptic world and haven't seen a movie in years, but stumble upon the following DVDs, and a portable player with enough battery to watch only one. What you watching? She's all that. Weekend at Bernie's. Pretty Woman. The Breakfast Club. Or Encino Man. Let's start with Rochelle's. She said, she's all that. One, one looks like 1,000%. She's, she's all, all that. She's all that. I love she's, she- it's all about she's all that. And then you said, second choice for Breakfast Club if she's all that was scratched. 
And then Chino <laughs> Man, third third choice, if she's all that, and Breakfast Club are damaged. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good ones. <laughs> Those are good ones. Okay. <laughs> I, I before I want you guys just to debate this out, but let's see how close they are. Tyler, hit me with Blair's answers. Well, it's, there's only one Encino Man. <laughs> it was all Encino Man, but it's really just. But she was praying for enough battery time left over for some weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, just like a little bit. At least just like an intro, first 10, 15 minutes, maybe. Trying to just get that her little favorite movie? bit extra. Encino Man, her real favorite? Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That's a good one. Okay, so. You guys were pretty close on that, but okay. Well, you said you. Were, I thought you had she's all I that did for have a minute. She's you all changed that, it, but then I think Encino Man came into the picture, and then it was just like there was a clear choice. But I always want like a little bit extra for Weekend at Bernie. I don't know that you would never want to. You would never want me to choose between Matthew Lillard and Polly Shore. That would just be. That's tough. I'd, I'd wear out I'm the battery on that, that player fan. arguing and trying to figure that out. Which of the following items would most likely be seen in your early '90s bedroom? Oversized new kids on the block alarm clock. <laughs> oversized collection of Lisa Frank shit. Oversized Beastie Boys poster. Oversized display of Beanie Babies. I can tell you that two of those were most definitely in Blake's room. <laughs> the Beanie Babies. And the Lisa Frank shit. Obviously. I think it's clear. Our people were fucking psychotic over the Beanie Babies and like not taking off the tags because they were going to be worth so much shit one day. Our mother was one of them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I couldn't even, it's like, don't even look at these Beanie Babies. They are all, it's all going to be shoved up in the closet until they're worth something. It did. It literally got into Barbie category. Oh, you would go hunt them, and then you'd like finally get them, and it's like, don't touch it, don't look at it. <laughs> it's worth like nothing. So Blair put uh, so much Lisa Frank shit and way too many Beanie Babies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was the shit in Blair's room. And yes, you would find in my room in the early '90s an oversized New Kids on the Block alarm clock. Whoa, 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 oh, and an <laughs> oversized <laughs> Beastie Boys poster. Kick it. All right. This is such a good section. Fight, friend, and French kiss the following. In our first section here, we have Denise Richards, Tori Spelling, and Katie Holmes. Rochelle says, kiss Denise Richards, friend Tori Spelling, and fight Katie Holmes. And that is interesting. That is interesting. Blair, how does that make you feel inside when you see that? You have the biggest smile right now. (laughs) I just love all of those. (laughs) Having a good time. I'm having a good time. Tyler, I want to know what Blair puts We were definitely thinking, we think the same in a lot of funny ways. You do. You'll see right here. They're both definitely French and Denise Richards. (laughs) Yeah, like, have you seen Obviously, we're going to French Denise. Who wouldn't French Denise? Obviously. But Blair's fighting Tori Spelling. I am. I am so proud of little sis. For the There is a right and wrong answer here, I feel. And like, you got to fight Tori. I'm not going to friend Katie. Katie. And kiss Denise. What did Violet Bickerstaff ever do to you? <laughs> it would be like having, like, and I love Kristen Stewart. Like, I would marry Kristen Stewart. 
but like that like same expression that she has all the time that's exactly what katie holmes sounds like that's funny you said that about Kristen Stewart. Everyone bashes Kristen Stewart. Everyone. And I, I like Kristen Stewart. She doesn't bother me near as much as everyone else is She's bothered by her. List. Like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mind her. I think after Wild Things, though, I still want to have a threesome with Kevin Bacon and Denise Richards. Ooh, that sounds fun. Who doesn't? I'll have that. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's, like, so hot, too. Tyler knows. He, he aged well. Tyler knows. <laughs> He's into it. Tyler knows. All right, Tyler, present this next one. This is um, this is even more debatable here. Billy Lord, Emma Roberts, or Anna Kendrick? Ooh, what did Blair say? She's French and Billy Lord. Nice. She's fighting Emma Roberts, and she's befriending Anna Kendrick. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's just what my instincts were telling me. God, see, those are, okay, so those are instincts. Rochelle, you went in a different way. Yeah. You said you'd friend Billy Lord, kiss Emma Roberts, and fight Anna Kendrick. And I feel like that's so close to the right answer, but, like, that would work. I could see from how your perspective, like, that that's a good answer. A good like, answer. I think that Emma Roberts and I are too much alike, because I love her so much, but she kind of seems a little bit bitchy, and I can be bitchy and, like, snobby-ish if I needed to. And I feel like she's the same way, so we might like hate each other. So that's, that's why I just what... want to kiss her. But you'd have like a really passionate <laughs> kiss, though, because you see, be, and Blair, like, Blair wants like a passionate fight. She's like, I see, like I see right through that bitchiness. In no, the... I just think yeah, I could take her. <laughs> I just, I, I just think her. I could take her. I just think it might be like a little bit. I'm not a huge fighter, so if I could just kind of like shove her down to the ground really hard, like I feel like maybe. Blair, have you ever been in a fight? No. Rochelle, have you ever been in a fight? No, I was I've afraid seen I would some get vicious hurt. fights. I know. That's good. I'm I like, like hearing, don't. I like hearing that my I sisters haven't been I would talk a lot fight. of shit, though. Like, I would totally <laughs> run my mouth, but I had friends that would, I'd be like, um, get them. Yeah, you can right? throw out yeah, some. Yeah, find friends that'll fight for you. You could throw some <laughs> serious them. chirping. No. You got some impressive chirping. Hit me. Amy Smart, Carrie Russell, Blake Lively. Ooh. All right. I like this list. With this one, let's hear Blair's first. I like your list, Blair. Do you? You're befriending Amy Smart. I am. You're going to fight Carrie Russell to the death. I am. Oh, to the death. And you're French and Blake Lively. Damn straight. And I got... That is exactly... (laughs) Were you thinking the same? Yes, exactly. Nice. Love it. Nice. I got the Amy camera Smart out. would be like the best friend ever. <laughs> oh my god, so fun. Love her. I know. That's a, that's and like just one. friends. She's like awesome, awesome. Oh my gosh. That's the right answer. You guys both got it right. Yeah, Carrie Russell's always been kind of annoying. She has. I could take her. Blair could take her. You two together could totally take on Carrie for sure. <laughs> Even though she's like she's kinda tough, but I feel like you could is you, she? Two, you two together. You could put up a fight. Yeah, I think so. This last grouping here, we have Cardi B, <laughs> Taylor Swift, and Billie Eilish. Rochelle, this was a you, tough one for me. You would friend Cardi B, fight Taylor Swift, oh. and you'd kiss Billie Eilish. Okay. Show your work. Oh, we are so different here. Um. Okay, so Cardi B would be a best friend because like. 
she's kind of a badass and she threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj and Nicki Minaj is my spirit animal. Like I love Nicki Minaj, but (laughs) Cardi B would like, you know, like, 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 go through some shit for me if we're friends. <laughs> She'd be one of those girls that would fight for you. Yeah, like for it. sure. See, that is, that is an excellent explanation. I like that. Yeah, and like Billy is just like, uh, I mean, she's kissable, but like definitely not. Like I'd like kiss her and then probably never talk to her again because I'm not into the whole ego <laughs> shit. You're just going to ghost her? Yeah, she's like ET. I feel like it was like almost borderline inappropriate for sure. And then like you're gonna fight T Swift, dude. Like I'd be afraid to be her friend because like if I said something wrong and she got pissed off and then she wrote a song song and like yeah goes like all crazy about it. So I'm like, okay, I may as well just fight her and get it over with because then eventually after that we could be friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get through this and then we're gonna be like great friends later after we fight. We're just gonna have to fight it out first. (laughs) That is true. I get it. You don't truly know someone until you fight them. There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. You, you, there's a lot of truth. Let's hit Blair's list. Let's see how she did it. She's French and Cardi B right off the block. I thought it might get wild. She does look like a fun Frencher. She'd be fun to French. <laughs> she's uh, best friends with T-Swift and she's fighting Billy. <laughs> okay. It's different. I'm just going to jump to being friends with T-Swift because I'm hoping that we can like just push through. And then Billy, I just... I can fight Billy. Just like cry on you. <laughs> I'd be like you cry. would. With the old whisper and cry. She'd fight with feelings. <laughs> Rank the following by who brings back the most memories. Super Mario Brothers, Tia and Tamara, Chucky from Child's Play, Barbie, or Topanga Lawrence? What did Blair say? Panga's number one on my list. Before we go any further, <laughs> just want to throw this out there. It's the boobs. List. <laughs> she yeah, did have the like the biggest rack as like had, a younger gal. She had a real set of Topangas on her. That's she for did. sure. <laughs> nice natties. <laughs> number one on Blair's list: Super Mario Brothers. Far away from Topanga. Number one: Super Mario all day. Number two: Tia and Tamara. Number yes. three. Miss Topanga Lawrence. Yes. Number four, Miss Barbie. And number five, Chucky from Child's Play. Awesome. That's some brother influence there. Definitely. Rochelle, you went Barbie number one. Like, definitely influenced the T and Tamara. You both had. (laughs) (laughs) He was always watching Sister Sister. Uh, You both went for Sister Sister number two. Of course. You had Topanga Lawrence as number three, both of you. Okay. And then Rochelle had Super Mario number four and Chucky number five. Clearly you, didn't you're have a, brother a You're a huge up. horror fan. You love horror movies. You have a massive collection. I didn't think and Chucky was going to be higher horror. on your list. It just wasn't when you were growing up? No, like, okay, so I wasn't really allowed to watch scary movies when I was little because my mom was all like, no, you can't do that. Whenever my dad, like, I would just be with my dad and, like, my mom was out of town or whatever. Then he would let us watch scary movies, but he always wanted to watch Poltergeist, and I never understood my like massive fear of like clowns and midgets. <laughs> oh my like, god! The unprepared. Okay, Poltergeist. Little people, whatever. It is a better movie than Child's Play. The clown and like pulls them under the bed. That was awesome. Rate the following by who has likely given you the most laughs. This is so hard. 
Jim uh-huh. Carrey, Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell, Chris Farley, and Eddie Murphy. That's really tough. That's really tough. A lot of laughs, and how do you categorize that? There's a lot of laughs. Rochelle disagreed with one of these. She put a zero next to Adam Sandler right off the bat. And why did you do that, Rochelle? His voice. You hate his voice. You don't like his voice. They don't like he changes it to make it that weird thing. Yeah. If he just did a normal voice, it wouldn't be bad, but that just same voice in every movie and like stupid song like makes me want to just like twitch. <laughs> I get it. I get That's it. That's funny because he actually okay, Tyler. I'll yeah, that was last on Blair's list too. It was last on Blair's list, which is it? hard because I do. I mean, there's not an Adam Sandler movie I think that I don't like. Like I love them all. Rochelle had, but on this list, yeah, he Ra- was last. Rochelle had number one Will Ferrell, number two Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. number three Chris Farley, four Skeddy Murphy, and then the zero next to Adam. What did Blair have? Number one Chris Farley. Excellent choice. So many laughs. Number two, Will Ferrell. Love it. Number three, Jim Carrey. Switch him. Number four, Eddie Murphy. So good. Number five, Adam Sandler. So we're close here. You're very close there. Yes. You're very close there. You, we have the same. You were super. Humor. Yeah, you were super close on this next one as well. Rank the following television networks by what <laughs> is most likely on your TV at this very moment. Are we watching the same thing? The options are Bravo, Lifetime, MTV, TLC, E, and Nat Geo. Let's start with Blair's. Number one, Bravo. 24-7. Reach <laughs> 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 when I get home. Oh, is Andy Cohen back on again? Yeah, Bravo. Okay. I'll be in the room doing man things. <laughs> Number two, TLC. Number Love three, it. E. Number four, Nat Geo. And number five, MTV, followed by number six, Lifetime. Well, you guys, there's six of them. You had half of them the same. Except for Dance Moms. I think that's on Lifetime, and I'm definitely that goes like right up to the top when, when that's on, <laughs> when it's during season. Rochelle... Also had Bravo at number one. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, like, is it an obviously? I didn't know it was I like a an sister. obviously. I sister. Like, watch Bravo with together. You guys love yourself some Bravo. I always talk Bravo. about like the Real Housewives on like every phone call we have. I mean, can we just like have separate Bravo phone chat? You guys can start that shit later. We'll, we'll do it separate. Number two, you had Lifetime. Interesting choice. Sister. Number three, you put E, just like Blair. Number four, TLC, five MTV, and six, Nat Geo. That is an interesting list. (laughs) I want to hear a little bit more about Lifetime being number two. (laughs) Can can we explore that a little bit? I love the cheesy movies. I think our listeners would like to hear a little bit more about the cheesy movies that you like on Lifetime. (laughs) Like they're awesome. Just try it. You'll like it. Yeah, they all are have these, like, they all have the same flavors. Are these, like, real life. Oh, you stories. know the lifetime stories. There's like the true stories. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I've seen him. Well, the um, like, like I'll tell you all about no, it. the Saved by the Bell that we just did. The that that's was a, that lifetime? was a lifetime, wasn't it? The life. Yeah. 
Sure. And like the TLC one. There's like a the TLC one. Well, TLC is a different story. I'm I'm not okay. here to bash TLC. Who am I to start bashing TLC? That's just quality television. I'm saying like they did the movie <laughs> about them on Lifetime and oh, the- oh TLC the yeah. band, not the yeah. channel. It was it was the story of Left Eye and TLC. Like you just you threw me off there. Shout out to Left Eye. (laughs) Moment of silence. (laughs) Rank the following by who had the biggest impact on your teen years: Alicia Silverstone, Nia Long, Polly Shore, Britney Spears, Winona Ryder, Mariah Carey. So tough. That's a nice. That's a nice list. Good looking list. Um, you guys had pretty similar ones. Uh, start with Rochelle. Rochelle's put Britney Spears as number one. So did Blair. Blair so put Britney you. Spears number one. Oh my god! I don't love Britney. Wow. I was like choreographing dances to Britney Spears songs like. That's what you could find me doing. Like, you would just pass by my room, five, six, seven, eight, to Toxic, and like every other Britney Spears song that came out during the time. Same. Uh, they had number two, the same as well, at really? Ali- Alicia Silverstone, which is oh, awesome. I'm, of I'm, course. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, ladies. I, I'm, I'm, I totally agree with your list so far. This is top two on my list as well. Yeah. <laughs> Rochelle had... Mariah Carey is number three. Oh, love Mariah. Winona at number four. Polly Shore at number five, who should be number one on both of your lists. <laughs> and Nia Long at number six. I thought long and hard about this. This has been a hard list to go through. You, had, you struggled yeah. with this one. I could redo it even. You thought Nia long and hard about this one? That's <laughs> <laughs> why awesome. so I love you. Player's third was Polly. Followed by Mariah, uh, Nia Long, and then Winona Ryder. I loved Winona, but she didn't have like any like specific effect on my teen years because she was like a bit. I don't know. No Beetlejuice, Winona. No, I loved her in Beetlejuice, but I, I didn't, I didn't want to like be all dark because like (laughs) Winona and Beetlejuice was like I wanted to be like clueless all day, like. Alicia and I were on the same page, and clearly Rochelle as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Brittany, I mean, those are more my gals. That was a good one. We're going to move on to a different section. This one, we're going to do Would You Rather. These I got a little creative here. <laughs> I don't know if I was picking up steam or, run, or running out of steam when I was doing these. These are those... <laughs> great ones, actually. In our first Would You Rather... Would you rather have your irritated colon inspected by John Hamm or have to inspect John Goodman's irritated colon? Rochelle, how did you answer? I don't remember exactly how I worded it, but I do. basically, okay. I mean, definitely John Goodman. <laughs> she put, I do love John Goodman. I do not notice anything for him. Oh. Same. As long as nothing comes out and gets on me, then I'll make it work. Oh, so same. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we could totally have a great conversation and everything. Like, he's wonderful. Blair, what does she have? John she, Goodman. She also... I'm obviously going to be doing the inspecting because 
I'm like obsessed with the human body. You guys are crazy. Anything. Anytime to- I could inspect anybody's anything, I'd probably be like, oh, first in line to do it. Would you rather secretly have sex with Charlie Sheen or not have sex with Charlie Sheen, but everybody believes you did? Ooh. What Blair put? Just the less HIV route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not have sex with Charlie Sheen. But everyone Everybody can believe she, she, did. she did. Yeah, I okay. don't really care what people think happened, but I'm going to go ahead and Rochelle, stay clean. <laughs> you had more of a complicated answer. <laughs> stay clean, San Diego. First of all, it was kind of like a question. She was like, sex with Charlie Sheen, but like 30 years ago, if I were old enough <laughs> right? to have sex Before then. Before everything happened. And he was still good looking and not gotten the tiger blood transfusion yet. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, it would totally work. Do you work. care like, to elaborate? When we had sex with him, so like... It's that's true. That's so true. Okay, well, that that's, does change things. That's very true. That's very true. All right. Would you rather crap your pants in public once a year for the rest of your life or crap yourself in private every day for the rest of your life? Rochelle's answer was, I don't crap. So this is irrelevant. Tyler, what'd Blair say? Exactly the same thing. I don't poop. Not applicable. <laughs> <laughs> now those are sisters. That's awesome. Neither of them want to elaborate on this one. We're going to move on. Moving on. Would you rather be in a real version of The Walking Dead or a real version of the Jurassic Park? What'd Blair say on the subject? JP, dress park. So did Rochelle. She said, totally Jurassic Park. Oh my God. I'd like so be friends with the dinosaurs. I, They'd love me. They would love me. Thing. I'd be all they like can, cuddled up in a sweet dino, like <laughs> lifting me up in the leaves so we can like share blueberries together. Right? Like we could ride on them and like just run through the grassy fields. You fell together. asleep during a lot of. Of Jurassic Park, I think. There's a lot no. of parts. Well, like, no, I was yes. busy watching Jeff Goldblum, okay? Movie. <laughs> That's true. We know what Rochelle was focusing on. <laughs> Would you rather have to sneak oh. the word moist God, into every conversation oh. you have or have a piece of pepper permanently stuck in the front of your teeth? <laughs> Rochelle's answer, and Blair will be so proud of you. <laughs> so proud of oh. you. She said... I hate you for making me read that word. And yeah. that's all she put. <laughs> like, couldn't agree more. Like, done and done. You guys, that was that was the most alike thing I think you guys had on the entire New Lisa's oh. game. Hating. Reading it, I cringed. And I was like, damn it, Blake. I agree. Even to have to read it was just like a gross face. Like, my face was just like, ugh. <laughs> I felt the word just reading it. It was so, so gross. I'll rock pepper in my teeth and just hope I got some like people to be like, you got a little something. <laughs> All right. We have another section here. Last one. These are easy. Fill in the blank. What you got? The singer you're most likely to break a sweat singing to in your car is, player says, Celine Dion, Dream Theater, and Soil Work. Oh, Ooh, yeah. A three-part answer with the soil work dream theater. Well, you know I'm a blaster when you're a blaster I get already. in the car, Maybe and there's only, like, a few people that really get, like, 
the sweat going and does Celine Dion even sweat when she sings? Oh, probably. She her gets, heart she goes gets on. So yeah, <laughs> she's pumping her chest. No, I love her, but yeah. like I loved your answer for this. You put salt and pepper, and that was yeah. an excellent answer. Dude, like, nicely done. I, I would have accepted oh, that or I the Fuji's. Yeah, that oh my is god, like, a good she one. Really gets me all worked up. <laughs> and push it. I don't know. And push it. You must not have heard soil work yet. Yeah, you need to check out some soil work. I bet Derek's heard soil work. He probably has some soil work. If you could choose any voice to narrate your life, it would be. Rochelle says, Morgan Freeman, duh. I do get it. He would be the the first obvious choice. I don't know that it's a duh. I went a different route with it, though. Either Morgan or James Earl. Oh, right. Right. I agree. I agree, but I did go a different route for this. Blair said Demi Moore or Kristen Wiig. Those are are good answers. I love Kristen Wiig. Those are oh good my god! Answers. I feel like Kristen Wiig could just really get me like down. Like she could do a good Blair. I feel like she could do me well. She could... <laughs> name, <laughs> name me your sex tape. <laughs> she could do me. I think well. she could do me well. <laughs> so good. But to me, could totally do it too. Like I feel like with her voice, she could just really like. Tyler and I have submitted answers for this as well. My, my choice was Alec Baldwin. For you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Daniel Stern for me. Ooh, nice. Good one. He went uh Wonder Years. He went nostalgic for the Wonder Years. Love that. This is a good question here. The celebrity you're most likely to masturbate in the shower to is Rochelle, this is the best answer. She put just one. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, I'm not gonna let you get away with it. You gotta put a name here. Like, who is the most masturbatable celebrity that you could think of? Like, first one that comes to mind. Jeff and Goldblum. I, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I love it. She love well. She's like, I'm surprised that I'm not punching it to Jeff right now. I know. Like, you're, like she's well, like, you're I'm like, diddled twice just thinking about it. Wrap this up. I got a Jeff Goldblum appointment. You guys are only seeing my shoulders up right now. <laughs> What did Blair put here? The Britney Snow, Anna Kendrick shower scene from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I don't know why. I just had one scene come to mind when thinking about this Britney Snow, Pitch Perfect, when she comes in the Anna Kendrick and they're naked singing in there. I don't know why. I just... Something the, about it. The Britney Snow, Anna Kendrick sandwich from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I could get in the sandwich. That's awesome. Pitch Perfect is definitely a sexual movie. That's the first thing I think of. (laughs) (laughs) Is it really? Yeah, totes. God, you guys. Y'all are nasty. Nasty. If you could make an appearance in any television show, it would be... Rochelle, you said The Real Housewives. Oh, Oh, my God. Avi, she says. Are you going to be like Real Housewives of Nashville? Well, I should totally be on Real Housewives. That would be perfect. You would be so amazing. You would be perfect for Real Housewives. I would. I don't know. (laughs) I went a different route. You did go in a totally different route. So if I could appear in a television show, I don't want to be in Saturday Night Live. Yes, if they were like calling me, I could do a couple sketches. I like that answer. Come in and like hang out. That'd be just one of the funnest experiences ever, I think. So that was my choice. (laughs) 
As long as like Pete Davidson is there too, because I love him. Right. Oh, you're a Pete Davidson gal. You got you're sucked into whatever. Like I don't know. Maybe I don't know much about him, but he is like with every like hot girl in the no matter how old, how what they look like. I mean, he has been with every hot girl around. And I was so like I was a little bit surprised at Ariana Grande. I was like, whoa, what? But then Kate Beckinsale, like, my oh my mind, god, like, I know, I was, I was like, like what? what? And now he's with another model. I think he's with Kaya Berger. I was. Oh. All right. If you had to delete every app on your phone but one, you <laughs> save. Rochelle, I'm not answering this for you here. <laughs> my period app. <laughs> she puts my period checker. <laughs> That is the funniest answer. <laughs> That's an important one. I get it. I mean, like, really, though, Derek is fixed and everything, so it's not like I have to worry about that. But, like, if I'm getting moody or something, or I'm, like, super, like, I don't know, snacky, I'm like, okay, please tell me my period's coming up, but I'm not turning into a fat girl. I love those. Okay, well, I went definitely different route on that one. <laughs> There's one app that I just need specifically, and that's Google Maps. I am the absolute worst at directions. I don't know what the hell I did before Google Maps, but I literally can't go anywhere. Even places that I know exactly how to get there, I'll just like Google Maps just to have it close by. Just like just to look at it and feel feel nice. Can't live without Google Maps. No, I just I know I couldn't do it. So that was my choice. Michelle. You have been such a trooper. Like you have been awesome. You have been our, our first guest on Something Crunchy. Yay. I, I cannot thank you enough for being part of the show. Did you have a good time? I had an awesome time. I'm honored to be your first guest. Thank you. And and you're listening to the show again, right? Like you've you've come back since the most quotable movie of all time, Varsity Blues incident. I mean, I'm easing back into it. It takes time. Yeah, it does. Like, I mean, it's still pretty fresh, but... It's pretty fresh. We'll get there. Well, this has been... our sister! ...another episode of Something Crunchy. And don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, Follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.